You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. On their own behalf. Welcome back. We have the ladies to lunch in the studio with us, but you got Dick and Skippy, the duo who will eat your breakfast, given half a chance. Take it right off your plate. It is 9.30 straight down in the morning. Uh, 53 degrees still going to go up another probably 20 degrees up to 72 all the way up there. Uh, forecast looking good for this weekend. Cloudy in 81 for Saturday where there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. We are sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. I'm pulling a dick today. I can't get the... Uh, uh, the sponsors outright. I keep on stumbling. Help me out here, my, my friend. No, I'm going to let you... Uh, you want me to pull this one out? Fall on your own sword. Okay, there. here we go. Follow my keys, dude. Clean sweep, office cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thank you very much to our sponsors. We want more. If you want to sponsor us, call us 936-647-3776. Also call if you get bored, if you want to add to the conversation, if you have a song request, or just want to know what Skippy or Dick had for dinner last night, we'll let you know. Right now, we have two lovely ladies in the studio. We have Jennifer Landers and Kathy Rafat. Uh, Jennifer is the executive director. Kathy, the director of development for Crisis Assistance Center. How are you ladies doing this morning? Good morning. How are you? Awesome. Good to have you here. So I presume you came here for more than just the Conroe Coffee. You have something to talk about, right? We do. What do you got coming on? Well, uh, we wanted to just uh, share a little bit about what we do, but primarily we wanted to make an announcement of our upcoming fundraising event luncheon. Um, it's going to be on April 6th. It's called the Legacy Luncheon, and all the proceeds benefit the Crisis Assistance Center. Awesome. So what is Crisis Because you guys used to be known by another name once upon a time, so right. people may not know you're the same one. So Correct. We were formerly Montgomery County Emergency Assistance, mm -hmm. and we provide um, financial assistance for individuals and families in crisis. So whether that's loss of employment or just need additional help because of a medical emergency or anything like that. We help with rent, mortgage, utilities, um, food and clothing. Our whole purpose is to keep folks stable um, and housed and keep them from going into further crisis or becoming homeless. And uh, actually, I've been out there before and I actually went to lunch a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. It was really awesome. Um, and because when I went out to the the facilities there, it was kind of a downtime. You know, there hadn't been no emergencies recently. Right. It was before even the tax day floods a couple of years ago. And the place was just stocked of things that people needed that, you, mm -hmm. you know, toiletries, diapers, clothes, food, just, just things that, that, that people need. And, um, uh, but now we have after Harvey, mm -hmm. I'm presuming business has been good. Um, unfortunately, business has been very good. Right. Um, and I guess the fortunate part is we've been able to help so many individuals. We have been flooded um, with folks needing assistance, but we've also been very blessed to have volunteers um, and really community people step up and help us continue to support those that are in need at this point in time. Awesome. So the Legacy Luncheon is like a primary fundraising event, right? Correct. And usually there's a special guest star. I know that a couple of years ago it was Mattress Mac, right. who was just awesome. I remember him from like his very first commercial back in the 80s into where he's become now. Mm -hmm. So who is it this year? Well, so this year our uh, keynote speaker is Dr. Rick Rigsby. Isn't that Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four? 
<laughs> no, that's Dr. Reed Richards. I'm oh. sorry, but it's, 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 it's very close. So is but he, he a superhero? is Mr. Fantastic in his own right. Yeah, ah, sure. good so segue. <laughs> I like that. Nice to pick up he's, that ball and run uh, with it. Yeah, he's very, very inspiring. Um, he has a YouTube video of one of his speeches at, at a commencement ceremony that has gone viral. I think it, what was it, over 200 million, million views. Mm -hmm. and, wow. Um, but he's very inspirational. Um, I'll let Jennifer speak a little bit more. She knows him on a personal level. Yeah, he was um, my professor at Texas A&M, and he's a mentor of mine. But he is just phenomenal um, with his speaking. He's also a writer. Um, and if you don't leave inspired, you probably were asleep or dead, you know, kind of thing. So <laughs> you're he a really cold, is, soulless right, individual. Exactly. That... <laughs> like, he is phenomenal. I'm so excited, you know, that he has made the time to share, you know, with everybody. He is a very busy travel schedule. Mm -hmm. So he is coming. Oh, uh, how awesome that he was able to take the time out. Yeah. yeah. It, again, the luncheon was awesome a couple of years ago. I'm sure it's only gotten better since then. So, the funds raised by this, uh, what does Crisis Assistance Center look for? Uh, goods, money, volunteers, bit of everything? Yes, all of the above. <laughs> um, obviously, we need um, funding to be able to support our programs and mm -hmm. to provide financial assistance. So when we help with, you know, rent and mortgage or utilities, we're always looking for funding. Donations, um, in-kind donations of food, clothing, furniture, um, any items like home items, and then volunteers. We can't do the work that we do without volunteers. We only have 12 staff and we typically serve, you know, close to 6,000 individuals in a wow. year. Wow. And so we really... That's 500 do, to one. Right. So we really do need... <laughs> and I did that in my head, by the way. I should be with really impressed with morning. that. Yeah. So we really do need volunteers. We have volunteer teams that help see clients. They're, they um, act as volunteer case managers. We also have... Um, volunteers that work in our resale shop, our food pantry, which is a client choice food pantry. So it takes a little bit of time because you actually um, shop with the client, help them pick the food that they need to stock their pantry. And that's um, a big part about this, right? That this is very interactive. It's not just not like, okay, we're going to give you a check and go away and do that. I mean, you actually like help it's people a partnership. get past their... People have to be engaged. It's, mm -hmm. We are not, um, we, we say we're not a Band-Aid because we're not. We're not just trying to throw money at it and walk away. We really want to get to the root of the problem and really help somebody get to self-sufficiency and stability um, and not just continue in a cycle of poverty or, you know, crisis. Right. And that's one, uh, one of the few, one of the several things that makes Crisis Assistance Center unique as a nonprofit in Montgomery County. Uh, first of all, we serve the entire county um, and we're very proud of that. And the client choice food pantry is what, is what we're describing um, as opposed to uh, many food pantries that, utilize their volunteers um, and and services to pre-package the groceries, we're able to have the clients go with a staff person and they're able to walk around and select the items that only they will use. It, it reduces waste, but also um, it really helps, uh, keep, just helps them feel like they've maintained some dignity and they're doing their own shopping, making their own choices. And uh, that's good. awesome to have yeah. that sense of uh, dignity. What about the sense of community out there? You get a good, some good community engagement. Wonderful. Well, as a matter of fact, if I can go back to the luncheon, um, tie that back into the luncheon, one, another uh, very significant part of what we're doing at the luncheon is we're, um, we're giving awards. We're recognizing some of our community partners 
Um, we have uh, our Legacy Award, which is going to go to the late Mr. John Wiesner um, for all of the support that he provided to our organization over the years and really to the whole community. He's uh, very philanthropic. Um, and then our corporate partner is Entergy Texas. Mm, um, great they, company. They have ongoing um, support uh, with one of our uh, most significant programs for financial assistance, helping people pay utility bills, the Power to Care program. So uh, we distribute those funds for them. Um, and then we have two faith partners um, that provide financial assistance from their churches and also one of our um, special unique programs where we, um, it's ID restoration, where we're helping, uh, we help people that are in whatever crisis, homeless, uh, whatever situation, and they don't have an ID and you have to have an ID to move on to the further steps to, you know, be, gain, regain your independence. Um, and so uh, April Sound Church is one of our faith partners that we're recognizing at the luncheon and First Methodist Conroe is the other one. And then um, we have a volunteer that we're recognizing with a distinguished service award. And his name is Harold Campbell. And he's very, very near and dear to our heart, uh, to all of our hearts at the, at the staff and, and board level at our organization. Well, Harold came to us. He was actually a client. Mm -hmm. um, and he's now a volunteer. Really? So Harold actually came to us through the Salvation Army. He needed a voucher to be able to stay there and ended up coming in to get additional services, eventually joining our Hand Up program, which actually is intensive case management that helps clients identify some goals and move forward in what they're doing. And as of June of last year, after being homeless for three years, Harold was housed um, and has been very successful since then. And so every week he comes in to volunteer ever since that's happened. So he really is kind of a testament to our program, but also just human resiliency. And he is just an amazing individual and we adore him. And the staff unanimously picked him as our volunteer of the year this year. So part of the family. Yep. That's awesome. So listen, listeners, the proof is in the pudding that, you know, this is a organization that actually helps and tangibly. So a lot of times, you know, post flood or post disaster, you know, everyone comes out of the woodworks and how can I help this or that? And uh, uh, you may not know who's doing what. The Crisis Assistance Center, uh, ably led by Jennifer Landers and uh, with uh, Kathy Rafat as director of development, do, you know, provide a hand up, I guess not a handout, but, you know, right. kind of a hand up. Uh, to help people in need, uh, great sense of community. And so if you want to be, you know, recognized as an awesome person, you know, if you want to give the, uh, back to the community, maybe they will honor you at a future luncheon. Dick, maybe you and me, we, we can do something. Yeah, You, <laughs> you guys know. are really going to have to step it up. <laughs> we, we, we provided coffee this morning. Is that a good start, start, right? It's a good Very start. Good start. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so let's... Uh, people know about this. So it's the Legacy Luncheon on April 6th, 11 a.m. with Dr. Rick Rigsby, who is not the head of the Fantastic Four, no. but apparently he's a really cool guy despite that. For more information, you can go to CAC, which stands for Crisis Assistance Center-MCTX.org. Tickets are available. Sponsorship opportunities still available? Still available. Okay, if you have money, you just want to throw it to a worthy cause, go to CAC-MCTX.org. We'll also post all the stuff on our uh, our website and our page and on our podcast. Know that we podcast every show. Uh, we'll YouTube this, so grab it and run with it. We'll see you on April 6th at the Legacy Luncheon. Where's it going to be at again? 
at the Palmer Club in uh, the Woodlands Country Club. Oh, I've been there. Nice. Ew. <laughs> Very it's nice. It's going to be beautiful. Ladies, thank you so much for joining thank us today. We appreciate so having you here. We'll be back. Okay. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hello. Welcome back to Mornings with Lone Star on a Tuesday morning. It's just not just a day of the week. The old, uh, do you ever shop on a Tuesday morning? They're not bad. 9.50 in the morning. Temperatures, well, it's not even creeping up. It's still 53 degrees out there. What the hey? The sun is shining. The birds are singing. Texas spring is in the air. We got rocking music this morning. We got guests coming in left and right. We just had Kathy and Jennifer from Crisis, Crisis Assistance Center talking about their legacy luncheon coming up on April 6th. If you want to, want to find out more, go to cac Dash mctx.org or just look up Crisis Assistance Center on Facebook or online. Check them out. Stuff happening in the news today all over the map. Uh, later on, we're also going to have uh, Carly in the studio, right? Yeah. Carly's back. 1030. Well, stay tuned for Carly. She can give us the latest and greatest from her world. But uh, yeah, got some news. Dick, you were mentioning off the air. Facebook's in trouble over something? Yeah, they had a data breach and... Through that data breach, it's kind of exposed what information they're gathering. And now people <laughs> are really upset, of course. And then, uh, yeah. It's, this is the funny thing. It All of that truly is in their terms of service. The 84-page the scroll-down document that no one ever reads. They just scroll to the bottom and click, I understand. That So that being said, everything that happens on Facebook... You know, they don't own your photos if you post a photo. The, the, the copyright is still yours. But, you know, your information, they have, they put it in their terms of service. We're going to gather information to make this a more individualized process, which includes ads and stuff. So if you don't want that, uh, earlier we were talking well, about Well, they're mom. doing, like, for example, uh, in Europe, they have a law there. That basically, if you want to delete your Facebook, Facebook has to provide all the information to you, showing you that they removed all of your information. And then they have to give reason why they collected that information. Mm. So that way you could. I like that. Because the trick today is you can't get rid of your social media footprint. Right. Like for the United States, for me to delete my Facebook, it's near impossible. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's not because I can't I can like take my profile down. But your information is still there. Your information is there. Your previous posts so are there. So if somebody somebody took a picture of me ten years ago and ta and wrote Richard Schisler in it, and you could find it on the internet. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are having now realizing the repercussions of having that information available wild, wildly or widely. It's kind of a, a bad thing in the long run, depending on who you are. 
Yeah, well, I like the uh, what you're saying overseas, them having to do that. I think they, they could do something like that over here. Uh, just be, you know, I don't put anything on Facebook or social media that I'm not willing, you, you know, with the assumption that I may run for president again a little bit more seriously next time, that I don't want anything to bite me so hard. Uh, my mom, we were talking about her earlier, literally has a zero internet footprint. She, you can't find her. I think the only maybe a marriage uh, license uh, in a, you know the county courthouse as a public document. But other than that, you cannot find her anywhere. And this is not a challenge for anyone. It's it's she does it on purpose. She just she doesn't trust it. She puts nothing out there. Uh, her email address uh, is so private. You know, only close family members have it, and I don't think she's checked it in a year. <laughs> So, uh, but no, every bill, well, like, she, she does mail off every well, bill. Well, it's funny because, you know, we're all, we are socially changing with technology. And, um, you know, there's always a positive to, I would say there's a positive to certain social medias. But then there's also, like, I would say Facebook's a great example of both sides. You're, both sides are building up, the bad side and the good side. Mm -hmm. like, it's not just ones outweighing one another. They're both going at the same. But the bad thing is about it is they're getting higher and higher on each side. Mm -hmm. So... What comes with the good comes with the bad. So, for example, like the whole uh, social influence on presidential campaigns and the, mis the spreading of misinformation can happen so fast through Facebook, mainly because of personal users sharing their personal things. So, I mean, it does not surprise me with a, a, a user database of ages all over the place. And I would say the the average person isn't computer illiterate but it's also they choose to believe things if it's if it if it goes towards what they believe in at the core mm -hmm. so if i post a thing about the nra being like oh do you see the statistic that these guys are totally lying blah 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 and i'm gonna if i'm really into that nra kind of topic i'll share it even though it's probably completely false there, there's, you know what I'm talking about, and it's... Well, see, I, I tend to, to buzz, not bust people, but if someone puts something out that's false, it's been proven false, I'll point out to them going, hey, you know this is fake, here's the real source, and encourage them, you may want to, uh, to take this down or, or uh, revise it. And so many times I get, well, it should be the truth. I'm keeping it up because it's just, it sounds just like a person. As Mark Twain once said, a lie can travel halfway around the world uh, while the truth is still putting on its shoes. And that was back in the 1800s. So uh, with uh, uh, social media, and you're right, with, with every advance of technology, look with cars, someone actually said, <laughs> this cracked me up, in a school st shooting statistic thing, in 1783, there were zero school shootings. Well, they didn't have, you know, they had muskets, yeah, but you just didn't carry a musket to school. You know, so there's that. As cars, you know, before 1901 AD, there were zero automobile fatalities. Now we have self-driving cars, which is funny because, you know, there was a guy behind the wheel for, you know, the Uber card. You hear about this in the news? Yeah. And he didn't like I the story. That's really I want to see the camera, mm -hmm. like the camera footage, because, you know, they have cameras all into that car. Well, here's so I wonder what thing. he was going through, going through his reaction. Uh, well, do you think it'd be manual over right now? Of course, people are like, oh, this is technology run amok. Apparently, the the the, the lady, unfortunately, who, who was killed, struck and killed. She was walking her bicycle outside the lines of the crosswalk, which unfortunately makes made her culpable to some extent. But so you can counterbalance that with you have a self-driving car that depends on everyone staying within the lines. And that's, I think, the issue of the whole self-driving car thing. I don't think self-driving car is going to become a big thing. 
maybe self-driving buses like, uh, you, you know, the, the San Francisco trams or something like that or monorails or light rail. Absolutely. But people freaking out. Um, I believe this is like the first recorded incident of this ever happening. So uh, I think last year, 7,000 people were struck by cars and killed in 2017. I heard that statistic earlier today, around 7,000. So far, we're in month three and one. So it's just, uh, you know, sad on the lady, and I'm not victim blaming or anything like that. But with technology, as Dick said, you have the good and the bad going with social media, with self-driving cars, with the internet, with television, with the printing press. Uh, you know, you, there are good to go with the bad. And it's up to us to kind of lean which way we want to we wanna use the technology. That's my, that's my take on it. Skippy scope box. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a good thing, I would say, in the future, automated cars are going to come at one point. And it's going to be either a small town and someplace that has low regulations and, you know, they, could, they can make it work. And then it's going to just slowly expand. The technology is going to be able to read outside of the lines and things like that. And unfortunately for Uber and companies like Facebook and things like what's going to happen to them is – they're the government, depending on where they are, is going to change so drastically where their company changes, has to change. And to me, Uber, the reason Uber is doing this is because they're going to get struck down as an Uber driver. Like their whole Uber driver cash flow is going to get struck down slowly. Well, because they're, of labor they're already laws. so scandal ridden yeah. right now. So it's like, you know, and then eventually they're going to be like, well, we got to be putting our eggs in another basket. And that's why Uber is putting into the automated car because they can sell that to anybody. And they can sell that. They can lease that, if anything, to major car companies. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what's what I would like to see happen is leadership in the company. I know he suspended or she suspended the the use of the car, but I think they're. I mean, they should already have an investigation underway. And it's really to me to suspend it. If you didn't suspend it, do you think it's basically saying we don't care about death? It is a tightrope you have to walk. Now, there are there are measured responses. After the Macondo well explosion, or what the world knows as Deepwater Horizon, mm -hmm. um, the president, well, six days, nothing from the White House, and then the president said at that point in a, in a message, uh, put a moratorium, uh, what, at least a six-month being a year moratorium on Gulf drilling, which just ravaged the industry, and then saying, quote, I need to find out who's asked to kick. And I think that was... That was well, we had a good, an unmeasured we, we response. We have a, a good question from a listener on Facebook. You can always message on Facebook, by the way, folks. Mm -hmm. uh, he asks, what happens if Carly steps out of the line? You know, that's an awesome question. And I was thinking about you that. You know, well, what's funny is we I remember having a conversation with Carly specifically about automated cars. And she was really excited for it because it allowed her more flexibility. Because now for her to get in a car, she has to call somebody. So she has to, you, you know basically call find out how to call, how to call people mm -hmm. coordinate with this person and then find a destination now with an automated car it could be a little streamlined she could always have it parked in the same spot mm -hmm. so she knows exactly where the car is and she just gets in the car and just pushes a button and says i would like to go get coffee well if it's self-driving she just stands on the street corner but i'd be interested i would like you know the user who said that i would like to and we're going to ask her that because you know she i imagine Growing up being blind, you had to get over that fear of not knowing where you're going. Because mm -hmm. I think everyone kind of has that disoriented fear. Like if you're upside down, like especially if you go scuba diving or something yes, like that. Yes, absolutely. Are you upside down? Are you going right side up? What's happening? 
And that's one of the scariest feelings. And yeah, just I, just try to you know close your eyes and try to navigate your house from one end to the other, or you know pitch black. And you know you walk really slow and you got your arms waving. Uh, so yeah, and and here's the thing: like with uh, with I, vision you, impaired people like Carly, uh, normal people don't stop behind well, the lines. Well, do you think they're going to release the footage? Very likely. This under Freedom of Information Act that that it's uh, uh, how's that under Freedom of Information Act? It's a private company. But, but I, I meant the other way around that there's no reason to hold on to it because it'd be part of a police investigation, and so with that, it needs to become public knowledge. Because the the thing that's going to be setting things in motion here is who to blame if it does if there ever is a case. Because so there's going to be one case where someone you know sues Uber. And it's a, there's a wrongful death. I know it's happened to other other car manufacturers where they, you know, the brake pads were bad mm -hmm. and they didn't recall them. You know that kind of how serious a recall is. But there's not a lot of case law for automated cars yet. Well, that, so. that's the thing. This can go the other way around. That if she was walking illegally or improperly, unfortunately, it's Uber's not. I think it's a plant. She was a plant. No, I'm just kidding. She's not a plant by another company. That was a joke. It is 10:02. You're on Mornings and Lone Star. We're gonna do a short sponsored break. Hope you guys are enjoying your morning. Again, you can always Facebook message us. We'll track you. We'll know who you are. <laughs> or you can call in 936-647-3776. And uh, more information coming out, coming back with uh, events. Mm -hmm. I talked about a legal line that you can call if you're a vet. And uh, that's on March 24th. I'll go into more depth with that. It is 10.03. Stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee. Clean sweep office, cleaning, and centurion wealth advisor. Thank you to those who sponsored the show. It's 10.07. We're here till 11 o'clock. Full lineup, IRLoneStar.com. 54 degrees outside. 1% chance of rain. It's going to be a beautiful day today because the high is going to be around 69. Lows are going to be around 43. So perfect light jacket weather and ball cap weather because it's going to be sunny. Yeah, i got to protect my bald spot. Which is the entire top of my head now. Yeah. It's <laughs> not a spot anymore. Well, we're kind of wrapping up the discussion on Facebook. Facebook's being kind of under fire. They had a data breach, and I know their stock's doing really poor now. And then Mark Zuckerberg conveniently uh, took out $500 million, something like that, of stock options. And then their security chief quit. So there's stories upon stories about Facebook. Where do we go now? Thank that you. Was, uh, thank you, Axel. Wait, no, that's not Axel Rose. That's um, the other one. Axl Rose's Guns N' Roses. No, that, That's, that yeah. is Axl Rose, yeah. right? Yeah. He's singing this. Yeah. Okay. 
him. But, but uh, <laughs> there we go. You're really confusing me now. Yeah, all sorry. I, I was I was off. Of Feel that free one. to call in at any time nine three six six four seven three seven seven six or messages on Facebook MW Lone Star. So we're on there. We have Carly coming in. If you have questions for her, please do it through Facebook. It's probably the quickest way. Uh, yeah, we were talking about Facebook, which is great. And I know what's been kind of shocking in, in a similar sense of all the tragedies that have happened. There's been a lot of like ran, random, so far random explosions in Texas through the post office. Right. Well, FedEx. Uh, it's apparently. just FedEx. Well, apparently, yeah, it's FedEx. I think at the beginning they were saying it was a postal delivery, but now uh, FedEx seems to be the target of choice. Uh, several in Austin uh, and uh, one in San Antonio, and the package was from Austin, addressed to Austin. But how FedEx does it, you know, I guess they have a uh, a, a facility in San Antonio area. Uh, who, whomever this is, is uh, upping their game. And I don't know if this is an individual or a an organization. I personally believe it's an individual Uh the news is calling this a serial bomber. I think they're slightly off target with that one. If you have a serial anything, serial killer, serial bomber, whatever, they play the long game. You know, weeks, months, years may pass in between, you know, and then you find it. This is someone who is upping someone or someone's upping their game very quickly. Uh, already tripwire, you know, motives, uh, 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 modus operandi is are being changed. Uh, now tripwires are involved. Different cities are being involved. It's a recipe to be caught relatively quickly. The more you do and the quicker you do it, the sloppier you get. There's going to be a a fingerprint or something. So hopefully this won't last too much longer. Let law enforcement do their job. But on social media, and Dick, you and I were talking about this off the air, it's kind of no one right now is saying the typical politicization of it. This is Trump's America, or this is your alternate left at work well, it, on either side. They're waiting to see who this well, person or probably, people are. It's probably they have, yeah, they have zero idea. And so, but they're waiting. So the let's say, well, think about the confusion with the Las Vegas shooter. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that act was pretty extreme mm-hmm. compared to all the other kind of like terrorist acts or whatever you want to call them. And then there's like literally zero information. And we, I actually we, talked about it that that morning, saying. Wow, no one's no one's going political. Maybe this is a good sign. People were just waiting to see if he was a, a white supremacist or uh, uh, who he vo- basically who he voted for. But it also tells you that since he was neither of any of those things, then no one reports it. No one cares anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so no one's going to put their resources into investigating what's happening here. I guarantee you, the media is waiting to see if, if the this FedEx bombing person or persons if they're. If they're from Russia, God help us all, because I'll be, oh, we told you. Uh, if they're domestic, are they are they alt-right, alt-left, a lone wolf? Uh, you, you know, no one knows until this is found out. Uh, the news isn't really going to do their full job. You know, they're not going to dig and investigate. They're waiting to see what law enforcement tells them. And I think that's a little lazy. I think, you know, journalism, you need to get out there. You need to ask the questions. Who is this? You know, track down the story. And and beat the law enforcement to their to the answers with credible answers, with answers from independent witnesses that are uh, verified separately, uh, uh, credible sources. So as far as the bombing goes that, that have been going on, my hope is that it's over pretty quick. That whoever this is or they are, they're they're doing too much too soon. 
and hopefully it'll, like I said, stop soon. So that's that's what I got on that one. I know I teased it this morning on the morning pre-show video that we talk about it, but uh, when we find out who this person or these people are, I'm hoping people on all sides realize that there are idiots in every walk of life. There are idiots in all political parties. There are idiots in all socioeconomic strata. And a person or a group of people does not represent the entire GOP or DNC. Uh, and I think people, honestly, Dick, I, I, I think people are starting to get that. Realizing that every day we, we hear about idiots on both sides. But I think people are finally clicking, you know, I can, just because one Republican steps out or does this or says something, it, it doesn't mean everybody is. I'm seeing fewer and fewer instances on Facebook of, if you ever vote for this person, unfriend me now, or all Republicans do this or all Democrats do that. That seems to be winding down. I don't know if I'm being overtly optimistic here. Well, it's also where you pay attention. Like what areas are you paying attention? Uh, typically, you know, just doing the the, the, the news yeah. feed because I have a lot of people on both sides of the aisle, a lot of friends who are very vociferous. You know, the, the, they'll be out there with it. And uh, I see that it seems to be calming down a bit. Uh, could be the calm before the midterm storm because remember midterms are right around the corner and that'll determine who runs the House and the Senate. And uh, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. So that's what we got to say about the bomb, uh, the bombing. I don't want to give the bomber too much, bomber or bombers too much uh, airtime here. Yeah. You're a poopy head for doing what you're doing, and I hope you're caught soon. Yeah. Go law enforcement. Lawrence Lone Star. <laughs> we got to take a music break. Coming up at 10:30, we got Carly. So if you got questions for Carly, Lawrence Lone Star on Facebook, folks. So stick around. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors, now let's get your financial house in order. All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing good. We got Carly coming in the studio in about 10 minutes, so it's just us. I know I've been kind of teasing this league line stuff going on. Just to give you an idea, if you are a veteran, they're doing free legal clinic. They're having a free legal clinic on March 24th in Conroe at the uh, VA Outpatient Clinic at uh, 690 South Loop 336 West from 9 a.m. until noon. No appointment is necessary. The clinic is public service of the Montgomery County Bar Association and uh, a lot of other bar associations around. And any veteran or a spouse of a deceased veteran can receive one-on-one -on -one advice and counsel at this event or at this clinic. And uh, it's from the voluntary volunteer attorneys in any area of law, including family, wills, probate, consumer, real estate, tax law. Um, there's a lot of different laws. <laughs> uh, basically, this is if you're a veteran or you're married to a deceased veteran, this is a great way to get your answers, uh, your questions answered without being charged. And uh, so, again, it's going to be this Saturday, free legal clinic for veterans at the Conroe VA Outpatient Clinic at 960 South Loop 
336. Awesome. Awesome service. Uh, as you said, there's a lot of a lot of laws out there and uh, veterans in desperate need of legal counsel and many or just, you know, services at a discount or free. So kudos to who's, who's hosting that again, Dick? I forgot. Well, it's the different bar associations. So like oh, the Woodlands Bar Association, Montgomery County Bar Association, Houston Bars. I mean, there's like I think there's like 12 different bar associations that uh, volunteer for this. Good so. on them. That is cool. Well done, Conroe. Well played. Well played. Um, hey, is this something interesting? Um, I came across this headline, Los, Alam uh, Los Alamitos, California. And I actually lived there as a kid. It's a, a Southern California near San Diego. Uh their city council, which is five people, voted four to one to not enforce the newly signed California law where the Governor Brown said cities aren't supposed to assist federal officials in immigration matters. So California passed a law last week, and Governor signed it, that said don't work with the feds on illegal immigration. If you have an illegal immigrant, release them before ICE can come pick them up, that kind of thing. You know, do not work actively work against your federal government. So what kind of area is this? I don't really know anywhere but here. Oh, uh, Southern California, you know, like San Diego. So San Diego, Los Angeles, and San Francisco are not close to each other. There's like probably five-hour drive between San Diego and Los Angeles. So believe it or not, California is as long as Texas is. It's not as wide. So, you know, think about driving from Galveston to uh, El Paso or to Dallas or, or north of that or close to Oklahoma City, that's uh, that's the range of California vertically. So Los Alamitos, and like I said, it caught my eye because I, was, I grew up there, or I didn't grow up there. I lived there for a few years as a kid. Uh, they're actively fighting the state law now. And again, it was a four-to-one vote. The, the lone dissenter, I was afraid that, you know, it would cause safety issues. But what this is doing is, is this eventually has to make it to the Supreme Court, Dick, the, 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 the question of illegal immigration. And uh, because you have two kind of competing laws over this, uh, it's the uh, uh, 10th Amendment as well as, oh, the, uh, not the primacy law. Uh, it's like primacy, uh, primacy, but I can't remember the name. Basically, one law says that if, uh, state and federal laws countermand each other. Federal wins. So that was supremacy law. Sorry. So the supremacy law says that. And, and, but the 10th Amendment says that these are the only aspects that the federal government can oversee. And anything beyond that, if they overstep their bounds, then state law takes precedence. Over if the federal government comes up with a law that is outside of its scope, as framed in the Constitution, then the 10th Amendment says state laws get to trumpet. So that's, it's got to get to the Supreme Court to figure out, is the federal government overstepping its bounds by saying we have to enforce immigration laws? Or is it the 10th Amendment saying federal government has no say, each state gets to handle it individually? So I'm very excited to see how this turns out. And it's starting, you know, Los Alamitos, small town, a city council of five people is determining what will one day be a very big Supreme Court case. I mean, we're talking right up there with Roe v. Wade and constitutional amendments, both for and against prohibition. So looking forward to that one. I'm going to have popcorn and uh, see if I can get C-SPAN in 3D. We should just let everyone do the Wild West. 
We should go back to the wild. Well, wild Jason days. Owen was talking about that. Our special guest, a co-owner of Conroe Coffee, the other day we were talking about uh, Second Amendment rights. And Jason, who's a military veteran, uh, foresees that for the, the Second Amendment to actually work, you either have to repeal it and let, like, Mad Max reign, you know, that the whole everyone's got a gun Old West thing, and let nature take its course, or you enforce every aspect of it, which means if I have the right to bear arms, it can be all the way up to a nuclear weapon. Do you know that? Yeah. And that's an inter. I don't fully agree I with mean, his stance really, on that. If you're re- well, it's not really a stance. He was just well, his opinion on that. You know, and I love discussing it with him. I think that you know I have freedom of speech, but I, it he is illegal wants, to he yell. He just wants a Thunderdome. He does. He wants to dress up like uh, Tina Turner. Uh, I, he, he told me that off the air, and he was pretty drunk when he did it. But he wants to wear the Tina Turner outfit from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Too bad he didn't drink. So I don't believe that story. Dang it. Uh, sorry, that was me drinking when he told Dang me that. It. Okay, a little a little hazy. Well, one of us had been drinking, and now you you, you now you remind me. Yeah, it was me. There you go. <laughs> well, I, think, I, I mean, it's kind of interesting the the evolution of these scenarios, how they outcome, and and that's always something I I I question when you read these news stories when they would use sort of like undocumented workers or undocu- they're undocumented. Which I was like, all right, I guess there's like six ways you can really look at this. And, you know, sometimes we choose the softest way to look at it, but then that, but in the end, it all means the same thing. And a lot of people think that's deceiving when people use those words, but it's not really that. I mean, well, no, it, it all is about the spin. Think about it. It's called the dream act. They will find, it'll pick an acronym that sounds good and then find letters to fill it in. You know, if, if you call it the national immigration governmental, you know, where it spells out nightmare, you won't call it the Nightmare Act, you know. You'll 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 find something. To, they should. That'd be great. That, well, that's that's the whole no point. A lot of it's it. to spend. And so, if you're in the country illegally, yes, you are an undocumented worker, but you are also here illegally. So again, the wrong battles are being fought. There are actually battles being fought over how you define them. It doesn't matter. It's like it's like saying Happy Holidays or Merry Christmas. Pick one. Doesn't matter. You're 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 conveying your wishes for the season. If you want to say illegal immigrant or uh, an undocumented worker, they're both good. Well, good deal. Yeah. You're listening to Maurice Lone Star. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, we got Carly coming in the studio. So it's going to be a lot of fun. She's going to be here after our short sponsored break. So stick around. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. All right, we are here. Yeah. Mornings with Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide online at IRLoneStar.com. You got me going on that one. There that, you go. That was, there you go. That was 1031. Hardcore. 1031, folks. Still a 1% chance of rain today. It's going to be a beautiful day here in Montgomery County. Getting ready for the weekend. Of course, it's probably going to rain over the weekend. Hush that. Saturday's looking good. 
I know, right? Wow. Dix is like Dr. Downer this in the morning. Studio, right? In the studio with us is Carly. Carly, it's so good to see you. Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. That's good. That's good. You're back. So what's going on with you, girl? Well, uh, I'm... I didn't end up getting my guide dog. Okay. Uh, so is that a sensitive subject? No, it's not anymore. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm learning how. Because you're a strong talk woman. About it. Uh, so um, basically, they told me uh, for safety issues. Uh, basically, because I didn't know their area, I didn't get the guide dog. They thought if I didn't know their area, then um, I'd come here. And I wouldn't be able to train the dog, which does not make sense to me. But mm. uh, but I do have a lead. Um, one of my friends from the corner pub gave me a number, and I called this number. Um, he does obedience training and a, a couple of other trainings, and he doesn't know. He doesn't work with guide dogs, but he knows somebody who does, so I can get help from somebody local. Cool. This so isn't like some black market dog thing, is it? No. Okay, just checking. Uh, well, she did meet somebody at a pub, and a number was exchanged. <laughs> the story, I'm very, very worried about your nightlife here, Carly. Or excited, depending <laughs> on how how it turned out. But uh, sorry, continue, please. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm excited to see where this ends up, because um, I think, I, I mean, ultimately, you want to bring the guide dog here and learn in my environment. So it would be better if I continue learning in my environment instead of going to a school and then coming back. Oh, yeah. So well, That's good. So there's a bright future for possibly having a little popo dog. <laughs> All right, Carly, we got some user questions. We were talking about earlier, I don't know if you heard uh, what happened with Uber and automated cars. Uh, no. So uh, they had one of those self-driving cars. Self-driving cars actually killed somebody because they were walking wow. a pedestrian. Because uh-huh. I know we spoke a while back about how you like the idea of automated cars for your yeah for your usage, basically. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they're still testing them. Well, yes, but I, the question from a user was: Would mm-hmm. you be afraid of walking? Um, we can put it in, in context. What it's looking like right now is that mm-hmm. the lady who unfortunately was uh, hit and uh, struck and killed mm-hmm. was walking her bicycle outside the lines of the crosswalk. Ooh, okay. So she was kind of near the crosswalk, but but not within the lines mm-hmm. of it. And that's apparently what caused the car to not stop. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'd probably be afraid right now, but uh, I'd want to see s- some more tests. Before I'd go. Okay. Very measured response because a lot of people, as you can imagine, are kind of going bonkers on both sides of this. But, oh, then we must shut down all driverless cars now. Well, I, I heard uh, from somebody in Michigan that they're they're testing them in Michigan. It's apparently a big deal in there. I mean, uh, in Michigan. Well, I, I imagine that would save the auto industry to, to have just a whole new level of of cars, you'd have to have new jobs, new equipment, new facilities. So mm-hmm. it could actually turn uh, Detroit and Michigan around as the automotive state. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's why they were talking about it on the radio, because everywhere I listened, it, they were talking about it. So. Well, well, wait, you, you listen to other radio sh- 
shows besides ours? I, well, I, I mean, I, I can't control what other people play on the. Radio. Oh, good answer. Okay, we'll we'll let her slide so, with that. I was I was getting hurt. No, I was gonna cry. No, no I can't control. Well, you know what's crazy? I was listening to uh, a podcast and they were talking about Uber. They were talking about this kind of similar thing, and I I never thought of it from this perspective. Apparently, the two people speaking at the time were they only order Uber, uh, like the medium one, or what? Because you have like three options, you know? Oh, yeah, like Uber X is the, the small. Well, well, it's not that. It, the way they the saw luxury. it was the like quality of driver. Because they're like, oh, I don't even get Uber X. And I was like, wait, I get Uber X all the time. It's like, that's the Wild West. You don't know. I was who- Uber. When I drove for Uber for a couple of weeks on a, like, kind of on a dare, I was Uber X. Thanks, guys. Well, no. And he's like, you don't know who you're going to get. You're going to get some woman who wants to yell at you. And they don't let you choose what you want on the radio and all this stuff. <laughs> no, it it happens. I, I mean, it doesn't happen that often, but it happens to me sometimes. Or, or, um, they will drive me to my destination. I request them to help me to the door, and they don't do it. Well, they're just <laughs> mean. They're poopy heads. <laughs> That's why I I know an Uber driver. Um, her name is Ellen, and I call on her whenever I need an Uber. I mean, it, uh, sometimes I just do Uber and get a random person, but at least I know I can trust her. And I used her. I I use her when I want to go to the mall. Well, on behalf of Mornings with Lone Star, we want to thank Ellen, the Uber driver, for taking good care of Carly <laughs> when Dick's not available to drive her to the mall himself. I don't even like driving me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the self-driving cars. Dick is the reason why they're inventing it, just so he didn't have to deal with it. Well, I I well, it's funny is I would demand one of those seats that comes out, so I don't have to sit in the car. The car, I like said, a sidecar. Well, no, like the, the seat will come get me instead of me getting into the car. Oh, whoa. Like, one of my friends this weekend, she drives one of those tiny Subarus, mm-hmm. like really low to the ground. And I told her, I was like, you know, she's six foot tall, she's taller than me. And I was like, you don't really sit in this car, you kind of fall in it, don't you? Because, <laughs> like, I don't know how to get in, I really don't. Like, you literally have to squat down, getting and out, then, must and be then fun. shimmy <laughs> to the left. And I was like, I found out how to get in your car. And she's like, how? I opened the door and I literally leaned back like a, you know, a, t- a safety fall or whatever, or a, tr- a trust fall. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I hope your car catches me because I can't, I can't do this. Well, see, that's a car for Skippy right there. I'm, I'm, I'm low built for action. <laughs> low to the ground. Well, uh, outside, outside your trip to Michigan, Carly, what else has been going on? You've been uh, so, enjoying your your stay in Conrad? Yeah, so um, I started this new workout program. And um, it's it's actually uh, somebody invented it, uh, this app. It's called uh, Ice Free Fitness, and it's, it's for the blind. Um, it's audio descriptive workouts. And oh. the reason why she came up with that is because she noticed that the workouts uh, on the videos, they just describe, they don't describe the moves. They just do the moves. They tell you what move to do, and then they show it. Just like yoga. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I had no idea what was going on. So, uh, and and they they have yoga on this app. But um, I'm doing the cardio. I did the cardio Monday. Today, I worked out with my mom. 
And then tomorrow I'll do another exercise from the video. But yeah, she she explains, okay, we're going to do jumping jacks. This is how you do them. You, you know, like you put your hands out because people that are blind, they don't know what the letter T is. They don't know, you know, like they say, put your hands out. Like a T, yeah. Like a T. But if you don't know what a T looks like, that's why she says, put your hands out to your sides instead of, you know. That's cool. Although, Carly, take take a tip from uh, Uncle Skippy over here. Uh, you know, I uh, hear about all these sports injuries and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Well, that's because exercise causes damage to the body. So <laughs> Exercise causes Right. So, I, I, yeah, because, yeah, you know, your knees get hurt and you, you, stuff like that. You know, heart, cardio, heart attacks. So, I just... By not exercising, I'm leading a very safe, healthy lifestyle. So I just thought I'd throw that. Let's out not there. take his advice here, no, Carly. No, let's just not. No. Let's just ignore what he's saying. No, I, I, let's just ignore it. I I've completely changed my diet too. So have you? Yeah, awesome. you're, you're you're way too young to start doing that. Well, I'm, <laughs> you're listening to Morning's Lit Star. Tell mom that. Hey, hanging out mom, with Carly. Feed her some cocoa puffs. <laughs> I can eat my own cocoa puffs. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> But we'll be right back here on Morning's Lone Star. I hope you guys are enjoying your morning. Carly and Skippy and I will return shortly. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast FM and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star our last segment for the day. Full lineup today, IrelandStar.com slash show calendar. And uh, hanging out with Skippy and Carly. Man. Hello. The yeah. day's kind of zipped by today, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I got some. Well, hey, no, I got to ask both y'all a question. Okay. Carly, you going to the Shakespeare Festival this weekend? Uh, I didn't even know about it. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. A fan of ours told us. Told me. Yeah, it. it's happening. We have Sean, who is the head honcho, the puppet master <laughs> of the whole deal. I'm the Voldemort of the downtown. So, so what's going on? Tell Carly all about it. Okay, so. Carly. Well, Carly's going to be this Saturday, starting at 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. here in downtown Conroe. We're going to be shutting off the streets, uh, like at uh, near Metcalf, where the jury parking is, and open up to pedestrians. There's going to be lots of vendors, and on the Founders Park, uh, Founders Plaza stage. Uh, there will be Romeo and Juliet. There will be Merry Wives of Windsor. There will be all kinds of acts, uh, uh, food trucks, uh, vendors, local businesses. Uh, and the best thing about it, it's free. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Unless you want to pay, you know, like for your food and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, this is the third annual one. We've done it two years in a row. Uh, going a little bit bigger this year. And next year is going to be way bigger. I can't tell you what's going to happen next year yet, but believe me, it's going to be huge. So it's just a lot of fun. So just come on out. Uh, I'll be there. Dick is punking out. Dick is going to be emceeing over in the woodlands 
for the Crawfish Festival. Mm -hmm. um, so he won't be getting smart like we'll be getting smart at the Shakespeare Fest. Yeah, well, um, as long as I can find somebody to help me cross the parking lot, then... Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just uh, you just call out, Skibby, and I'll be right there. Okay. I'll be okay, there. I'll be, I... <laughs> unless I'm on stage. Yeah. You'll be able to hear me on stage. I'll be speaking in iambic pentameter. <laughs> okay. Okay. That that sounds like fun. Uh, <laughs> it is going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to try and get some music out there. We're still working on some stuff. But, yeah, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, downtown Conroe, pretty much all of downtown Conroe. Just follow the hopeful crowds of people or the, the – That's that's what I mean. I'm – I'll just follow people over. There you go. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> there you go. Try and, try and wear something Shakespearean if you have it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. So that's happening this weekend, too. And, of course, as we said, Dick is going to be down at the the Crawfish Festival. It's crawfish with a PH because it benefits pulmonary hypertension. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be happening at Town Green Park in the Woodlands. So... Conroe boy Dick is going down the Woodlands, and Woodlands boy Skippy's coming up to Conroe. It's part of the officer exchange program. Uh, we're trying to increase relations between the Woodlands and Conroe uh, through diplomatic ties, and uh, so far, so good. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, we thought so. Dick's not bringing me any crawfish, though. I'm really upset about that. <laughs> well. Well, you also thought I could smoke crawfish after they're already cooked for 11 hours with a brisket, so I don't think you, you know— really care what I give you. I just give you something. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's the thought that counts. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. But, um, you, so we talked about the legal line today in the Shakespeare Festival. Um, well, are you going to go to the, are you going to go to this festival, Carly? It's just outside your door. That's why I asked. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay, cool. Well, It's yeah, free, so it's you don't, right you won't get in trouble. So, yeah, yeah. Going anywhere you, when you're going. Mm -hmm. So, be, be that person that opens the front door and says, will you quiet out out there? I'm trying to sleep. Or I'm trying to watch my stories. Or listen to my stories and see what happens. Yeah, so. yeah well, I remember what happened. Catfish Festival. And couldn't, I, I couldn't come home and take a nap. There was, there's no taking a nap during festivals because uh, music and everything's so loud. You can hear. Well, everybody then come to this one to get Carly in the mood so she'll be forced to come out and participate in this festival with everyone else. So get get rowdy this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. going to 6. And then if you want to hang around after that at 8 o'clock at the Owen Theater will be the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee musical still going on. I'm supposed to be helping out, so yeah. Awesome. Are you <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah, this weekend? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think that's when she has me. Wonderful. Uh, well, uh, Wonderful. Well, if you want to come meet Carly in person, come out to see it uh, this weekend at the Owen Theater. Go to owentheater.com for tickets and information. And so that's what's happening this weekend. A lot of other stuff to, uh, going down, too. But it doesn't matter because all you want to know about is the Conroe Shakespeare Festival. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all that matters. All right. All right. We can do that. Okay. We can do that. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, we got to be wrapping up today's show, folks. We do have a special guest tomorrow on Morning's Lone Star. We're going to have a special co-host, Nathan Arizona. He's going to be in the studio. He's going to bring a couple of special guests. I don't really know what he's going to cover. I know it's not the Montgomery County Fair. So he's going to be bringing other people in. He's also going to join the conversation, which you, the listener, can join in on, too. We're on Facebook, Morning's Lone Star. Call in 24-7, 936-647-3776. 
All right. That's it does? Carly. Thank you, yeah. Carly. Good to see you back see again. You. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful to see you, Carly. And uh, we're brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Special thanks to the Crisis Assistance Center, who has their event coming up. Uh, one of their 2018 annual, what was it called? Like something luncheon. Uh, the Legacy Luncheon Legacy on luncheon. April 6th. Tickets are available and be part of the community. They do a great deal and help around this community, Montgomery County. They've been around for a long time. We podcast every episode on Google Play and iTunes. So check it out there. Man, it's good to see you guys. Good to see you, yeah. Dick. And I we'll, miss you, man. We'll see you tomorrow morning. I'll be here. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted, and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.